Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to create a community of people to talk about life. And books. And business. And adventure. And so much more. Join Join us us for for Family family Breakfast. Good morning. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome back to Family Breakfast. We survived the snowmageddon of Texas, and now we're here to do a podcast. Definition of snowmageddon? <laughs> like Armageddon. <laughs> What's Armageddon? Oh my gosh. I'm serious. What is the definition? I'm disappointed. You've never seen the movie Armageddon? No, but I'll add it to my list of 5,000 million movie titles. Um convinced that you're 27 now and you're running out of time for all the movies on your list well i guess it starts with one at a time yeah but you would actually have to like watch one at a time anyways and not just watch keep watching Grey's anatomy from start to finish over and over and over and over back to my question oh definition please the battle of good versus evil oh okay well That's what I felt like, actually. So, I hope you guys are back up and running and well. And Um, everybody is safe and you have everything that you need and you've battled the grocery stores of nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, never in my life did I think we would have to deal with empty grocery stores twice. It's crazy so for our international listeners we are from texas as you know and texas i'm not from texas well live in texas okay get that right oh my gosh you (laughs) want to be a texan no no anyways um texas decided to have a crazy snowstorm like it wasn't just a little frost like it was a good solid snow snow for four days and with that came power outages, water loss, water damage, all the different things to us Texans. Some worse than others. Yes. But now the grocery stores are empty for the second year in a row, which I think is crazy because I feel very blessed that at any point in time we can walk into a grocery store and buy anything that you want, literally anything. And then last year, going through the empty grocery stores with COVID, I've never seen anything like that in my whole life. And it was very, like, humbling and, you know, made me have a lot of gratitude for what life is, quote-unquote, normally like. And I just thought that when all that started coming back, like, wow. Like, we will probably never again see this in our lifetime. For sure. So now, fast forward to one year... And we're back to empty grocery stores, which is very surreal. And seeing signs that says, like, limited to Mm -hmm. toilet paper rolls. Like, it's crazy. But we wanted to talk about the topic of perspective. Like, this has totally changed my perspective. Yeah, I think everything in life comes down to perspective. Yeah, like if we were doing a video show, you would see my glasses on my face 
And it's like having like one lens that says like, oh, this is a great perspective. Then you change out your glasses and you put another lens on and it's a totally different perspective. Yes. So the question is, is which glasses, pair of glasses are you picking up and looking through? Yeah, I mean, when all of this started for the Texas um, snowstorm, we lost electricity. That was like our big thing for four days. We had no more than like an hour of electricity a day. So the house was cold, but we had we had water, we had, you know, all that kind of stuff. So a lot when all of this started, a lot of people were were saying this was like the worst thing ever and you know, and for a lot of people it was. And for us, I feel like we got out of it fairly easily. At first, losing electricity, losing internet, losing cell service, I thought it was like the worst possible case scenario. Yeah, it's a, it's a little scary when you don't have electricity and you're, you're like, okay, no electricity. And then the night comes and it gets cold and the house gets like colder and colder and colder and it never gets warmer (laughs) it's like your heater never kicks on yeah so we had over the course of four days we had no more than an hour of electricity each day yeah and not all at the same time yeah they were like rationing our electricity um like with the blackouts and things trying to disperse it amongst the whole texas we won't even get into that whole yeah. situation because it's kind of controversial. Um, but anyways, the fact of the matter is a lot of our friends, family, and us were without electricity. And at first, I was in like a victim mentality, I think. Yeah. Like, why me? Why us? This is the worst thing. And I felt almost as if I was like helpless. Because I had no control. Of course. But then we so happened to get internet and Wi-Fi and electricity for what one of our hours. And you showed me something on TikTok of what was happening to other people. And then that's when it like hit me. Like, what the hell am I talking about? Right. We are beyond grateful. We had food. We have a gas grill. We had propane. We had the puppies to like keep warm. We we have neighbors who are helping us. Yeah, we own a million blankets. So exactly. in all reality, yes, we were without electricity. But if you're huddled in bed with your dogs and a million blankets, it's fairly warm. Right. And it... It's so crazy. It just kind of brought me to the reality of which perspective do you want to look at? Yeah. Are you looking at it with the glass half full or half empty? Right. And I think your perspective changes depending on where you're at. Of course, there is a lot of people who dealt with a lot more serious stuff than us. Like big gaping holes in their ceilings with, you know, Niagara Falls running out of it. So... Now, looking back on it, and or I guess when we were in the middle of it, our the perspective kind of shifts to it was an inconvenience for us. 
Absolutely. But it wasn't life-threatening. We were fine. Right. And that's the thing. Once we've changed our perspective, we were able to figure out how to cook meals, how to work together to do things. So when we did have our electricity on for an hour, what were we going to do? And honestly, that was kind of fun. Like, once I figured out that my grill had a burner on the side, <laughs> I was like, it was life changing because I could make coffee. So, we have a tea kettle, which people these days don't normally have tea kettles anymore. But I highly recommend you have one for these types of things because it boils water very fast. Um, so, I could make coffee. And once I figured that out, I was fine. I was good, you know, get coffee warm from the inside and and you're good to go. So I believe it was Rob Bailey that um, once said like... Shout out to Rob Bailey. I've been following you since 2010, like the very, very beginning. So, you know, shout out. I'm I'm an OG. You are a sponsor (laughs) of this podcast, you know. I wouldn't say no. So he once said... um, you have to take accountability for yourself. Like, everything is your fault. And yeah. it's not even saying in a negative tone of it, everything's your fault. No, it's just saying own up to everything. Whatever happens to you, it's on you. And I think it's a really good way to look at it because the lights are out. Okay, it's on me to figure out what I need to do next. Right, not wait for CPS to turn the the stuff back on right if you if your lights went out and you were sitting there just waiting on cps to have your back and turn it back on you would have died in those four days right if you didn't try to figure something else out exactly and so you just gotta like what does the quote say or the saying says like strap up your bootstraps (laughs) pull yourself up by the bootstraps oh i would have (laughs) totally not got that but okay go ahead say it Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Exactly. If You you just got to do it. And sometimes you got to just, just figure that part out. And make that decision to say, okay, what do we have? Like literally we came downstairs and we're like, all right. Go to the linen closet. Get all the blankets you can. Wear multiple layers of clothes. Then when it came down to food... All right, so we were COVID prepared. Like, we had food stored away for COVID. But you also didn't account to lose electricity. (laughs) Right. So we didn't honestly have shit. I mean, well, we did have some. We had to pair things together that we weren't truly expecting. Yeah. But, yeah. But even that, I feel like we had more than the average... You know. Oh, of course. Person. But then when our electricity went out and our food started getting, like, warm in the fridge and freezer, we are like, oh, shit, what do we do now? And we came up with the idea to get our ice chest, go throw it in the snow and pack up as much as you can yeah. to save it. And so, like you said, if we wouldn't have just been thinking on our feet and if it would have been like, oh, well, this sucks, you would have literally not had anything to eat. You would have had no heat. And how many times do we do that in life? Right. Like, how many times do you have a situation and you're just like, you know what? That's it. Just going to go go ahead and just sit here and 
hope for someone else to figure it out. Yep. It happens more often than you think. How many times do we not even realize it? That's the problem. Mind blown. Yeah. Most people don't. They just think that that's the way life is supposed to be. So I think that, you know, it's all about where you're at. And, And I think the big thing here is that whatever your perception is, that's your reality. Very true. If you are only focused on... Um, woe is me and I can't believe this is happening like that victim mentality like you said that is 100% all that you will see in your in anything that you do so even outside of the storm like we always revert back to business but um, like if I said I don't have enough clients right now instead of being grateful for what I do have only focusing on the empty slots that are in my schedule, that is all I would see. And then that would lead me to not show up well for the people that I do have and not be able to make decisions with a clear head on how I treat those people, not physically, but like from a business standpoint, how to engage with them and, and make better make decisions that I believe in. Right. Um because the negative is swaying me to that side. So your perception is 100% your reality. If you perceive everything as the negative, your reality is the negative. Totally true. Yeah. So I heard this analogy one time about perception that if you are looking at a red shirt, uh-huh. right, but... You were zoomed, you see the red shirt, you know, it's like a V-neck and it's, um, you can see the texture, you could see, you know, the cut of it. You're like, oh, that's a, that's a feminine cut. I kind of like that or, or I don't or whatever. And, and you kind of analyze the shirt. Well, someone else might be like, what shirt are you talking about? All I see is little red Fibers, it kind of looks like a bird's nest. I don't even see a shirt. I just see like this tangled mess of red strands. Well, their perception is they're zoomed all the way into the shirt so close that all they're looking at is each individual fiber. Huh. And your perception is you're looking at the whole shirt and analyzing the style, the cut, this or that. Someone else might be looking from the underside of the shirt up through the opening. Mm -hmm. And they say, I see just a big red circle with some tails on each side. And then like darkness in the middle. So I don't even see a shirt or this bird's nesty thing. I just see a big gaping like hole. Hmm. So y'all looking at the same thing, but from a different perspective. That's exactly what's happening in the world. We're all looking at the world as it happens around us. But some of us are looking at it from different perspectives. And sometimes I think that you have to take note of what you're looking at and figure out, are you zoomed all the way in where you're only seeing like the bird's nest cross hatches? 
Mm-hmm. Are you just looking at the big gaping hole of abyss or are you looking at the whole shirt as a whole to analyze everything? Sometimes, like, in my business or in my life, I get so zoomed in on one specific thing that I'm analyzing one fiber. Like, well, it's starting to fray. I can see that little tiny thing. And I don't know what that means because I don't know really what I'm looking at as a whole, but it doesn't look good. I can see it breaking down. You just get focused on that. And I have to kind of, like, snap my fingers and pull myself back and be like, wait, zoom out a little bit. What are we looking at? Oh, shit, that wasn't even a shirt at all. That was a, you know, a blanket. Right. This whole time I'm thinking it's a shirt and the shirt's going to fall apart and it's a blanket. Totally see that. Tying that analogy to what you were saying about your business is, let's say you sold a lot of packages and you had great, great numbers for profit. And then the next month it drops down because everybody already paid up front. That is my current reality right now. Sitting here right now as we end almost end February. Exactly what you're saying is exactly what I'm living. January was a record-breaking month for like I say record-breaking out of 7 months of business. It was my best month of business. And February on paper looks atrocious. And so taking that analogy you're looking at that fiber of your finances and your yep. and your profit, but in reality, you need to zoom out yep. to look at the graph. Like it's going to be like a heartbeat. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. Right. You can't get so zoomed in on one month or one cell or one mo- like week. Like You can't do that. Right. You got to zoom out. And if you zoom out and your, your grid is not going up, like a trend, a positive trend, then that's when you know you need to do something different. So let's relate this to life. If you're trying to lose weight, that's like an easy one to talk about with numbers, is weight. So if your weight is going down and then it goes up because of Christmas or because you enjoyed your birthday week or something like that, don't get so caught up on gaining two or three pounds. Zoom out. And look at your trend, like your trend line. Is it going in a positive direction? Is it going in a negative? And then make adjustments accordingly by looking at the whole shirt, not the little thread. Right. But if you don't let yourself adjust your own camera angle, your whatever your perception is now will remain your reality. So if you're mm-hmm. only ever zoomed in and looking at each thread... That's how it will stay. You will just watch that thread keep fraying and keep wearing down. And, you know, you're going to get caught up in that downward cycle. You have to be willing to analyze what you're looking at and say, wait a second. I'm, am I too zoomed in? And I, am I too zoomed out? Right. Maybe sometimes I'm like so far of thinking of the future that I'm not even watching what's happening in front of me and it could be getting away from me so you have to be able to adjust not just stay stuck in one spot or another absolutely yeah I'm a dreamer so I tend to look at the big plans like I I can see the future I can see what I want to create and sometimes I get 
kind of stuck in that analysis paralysis, like planning, 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 and then I forget to actually do it. Right. So a lot of times I have to just remember that I need to zoom in instead of just only dreaming but actually doing. Makes total sense. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that same spot too. You know, they're they're so they're kind of kind of both. If that makes any sense, like zoomed in so far to the problem, zoomed out so far to the dream, to the solution. Ooh, zoomed in so far to the problem, zoomed out so far to the solution, solution and the dream. But that whole like middle section of where all the meat and potatoes are just goes like completely by the wayside. Do you know why people don't want to be in the middle? Because they don't want to do the work. It fucking sucks. Yeah, it's not easy. But that's why you always hear people say you have to be in love with the process more than the love of the results. And that's, to be completely honest, something that I'm currently struggling with myself. So it's not... I think you go in and out all the time. Right. But the perception is is that when people see successful people and whatever it is the perception that they have is it was all fun and games and they're just a unicorn who yes. can just do that and yes. accomplish it yes if you haven't ever heard we're going to bring back up rob bailey because you know he's, he's my, just a, he's my superhero he's a great person yeah. to talk about perception if you haven't listened to his most recent podcast on kill rob bailey please do Um, Because he talks about the perception of, quote-unquote, it must be nice. Which I think is something that we could cover um, in another podcast. Because I think both you and I have encountered that also. Um, So go listen to that. Maybe we'll add that to our episode list at some point. This connotation of it must be nice. Um, But I'll tell you right now... It it's not a game of Frogger. You remember that game? Yeah. You do? I had it on Atari. What what? You're yeah. too young for that. No, I did. And okay, I but you beast. know how how Frogger's just trying to jump lanes to get to the end of the road? Uh-huh. No, you gotta walk all that shit. Like right. every single step of the way. You can't just be froggering through because what happens if you misjump? Smash! <laughs> so all that Meat and potatoes is in the middle of the road there. Don't zoom in. Don't zoom out. You got to do everything in between. Right. Right? Shift your perspective. Because ultimately, you are the only one that's in control of your perspective. And, and even more ultimately, that is the only thing we have control of. Touche. Because when we went through the snowstorm... That's the only thing that we had control of. Yep. You know what else we had control over? This new game that we started. (laughs) Yeah, you have to make heat and energy somehow, so laughing is the best way for (laughs) heat, energy, and shifting your perspective. So there are these TikTokers, Justin and... Oh. Zach? I think so. Justin and Zach? We will link them in our description. But I believe Justin is trying to make his husband famous. Because he's actually really a skilled, talented singer. Singer. But 
he'll run up on him and just say like milk to the to the tune of Spice Girls, and then his husband will just bust out in this song. So Chelsea and I decided to also play this game because there was nothing else to do. And guys, it is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it is so much fun to do, and it's just silly and laughable and. When you're in a hard season, laughing is the very, very best medicine. Yes. So, guys, I am trying to convince Katie to release her hit singles. No, not doing it. All right, I'll challenge you. What? If the people... Whose people? Our people, our family <laughs> breakfast people... Can like the post of this episode how many times? Like, how many likes? One million no, likes. No, 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 no. <laughs> One trillion no. <laughs> if they can like it, if we can have how many likes? 50. If we can have 50 likes, you'll really re- release your hit singles? Single. One. No, two. No, one. Okay, One. So, guys, please, 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 please share this post (laughs) on Instagram because (laughs) I can't tell you guys how hilarious (laughs) the song is. So, if we can get 50 likes, please, oh, please share it because it's hilarious. Trust me, you will not regret it. No, not at all. (laughs) All right, y'all, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you back at the table next Sunday. Bye!